All right, and welcome back to the latest installment of the Metal Oasis podcast with me, your host, Adam, and... Yes, Orion is absent yet again, twice this year, but that's okay. Uh, For tonight's episode, doing the Blink-182 fantasy set list draft for all the glory for pop punk. And I couldn't think of three other guys to do this and the three goons I went to fabulous Sin City, Las Vegas for the We Were Young Music Festival. And tonight I've got Bobby. Hey, Adam. Great to be here. First time, long time. Let's get this party started. You're an idiot. I've got the jive. Hey, Baba Booey. And caused me 45 minutes of technical pain. Little baby Tay Tay. How you doing there, princess? First time. First time. Um, live in the middle of nowhere. Glad to be on the internet. Glad to be on the internet, he says. Perfect. All right. So anyway, so I had this idea a couple weeks ago when we were at the festival. I've been wanting to do another fantasy set list draft, but it's been pretty hard to find several people that know the catalog of any particular band well enough to pick the songs to make this fun. And since Orion had to be out in the woods going bear hunting or whatever the fuck he's doing, I was like, this is a perfect setup. I can do this with three other dudes that know Blink-182 more than he ever will. So, uh, yeah, so we had the, went to the festival in Vegas. So, Jim, tell us a little bit about uh, you know the, the festival overall and your thoughts about it, man. No, the festival was great. Uh, Bobby and I went last year, so we knew a bit about what to expect. Uh, we knew the right amount of eyeliner to apply and, you know, the right amount of, you know, the right kind of underwear to wear to get wedgied in the uh, in the bathrooms. <laughs> um, but now I'm just kidding because we're all the ones getting wedgied. No, uh, the festival was awesome. Um, I mean, the, the lineup is completely stacked. It doesn't get much bigger than Blink and Green Day and offspring but what, what, what exactly is the sh- what, what, what exactly is the festival because this is a metal podcast i don't know if my that's true that's all my true. listeners uh, will know for those uninitiated uh when we were young is basically a rev- it's basically a one day or i guess i should say one weekend revival of the vans warp tour but like imagine you looked at the 20 some years of the vans warp tour and said and picked all the you know top bands and just put them on one bill that's what this is so this year the festival was headlined by Green Day, Blink-182, The Offspring, Sum 41, Good Charlotte, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, boo. Boo. Uh, and then, I mean, you had Simple Plan, Thrice, uh, you know, Bowling for Super Light K, Yellow Card. I mean, it's just like every hot to- every hot topic you've ever been into, just like take the t-shirt rack. And like that was this fucking festival. Well, you're just getting his metal listeners fired up for this one. I know, man. <laughs> Simple well, plan. No, also, also, I've you, been I've been told You forgot about the best pre- the best artist we saw too. And Bobby, who Michelle was that? Branch, motherfucker. Good. Think we either bring it full circle cuz let's talk metal. Let's talk Michelle Branch for a little bit. I, I mean, mean she, let's talk circle pits, you know. She had a circle pit. She did. Yeah. I tell you what, I don't care what genre of music you grew up to. At some point, you turn on your radio in your parents' car, and you heard Michelle Branch come on. And that just lives rent-free in the back of your head. And then when she came up on stage and started belting her songs, it was it was pretty cool. I have no idea who decided to bring her to this concert, but I'm glad they did, because that might have been my third favorite band. <laughs> no, dude, I day. mean, I so Adam, Bobby, you know, we went last year, and like the lineup was super stacked. I mean, it was headlined by My Chem and Paramore and Bring Me the Horizon 
Because if I remember correctly, that was the reunion show for My Chemical Romance, right? They'd been on a victory lap at that point, but uh, but yeah, it was the the fir- their first year of reuniting. But like the wild card that was up in the, in the on the headliner side was Bright Eyes. Now Bright Eyes fit generally with like the overall vibe of like I think there were definitely some crossover from like people who watch the OC. So like. You know, it's conceivable that if you listen to the starting line, you also listen to Bright Eyes. But like <laughs> slotting Bright Eyes between Avril Lavigne and Bring Me the Horizon was like the worst booking decision I'd ever heard. And it just completely messed up all the energy. But so this year they're like, OK, how can we get a similar pick, but then put them in a realistic time slot? So they got Michelle Branch, which is already a better pick. And they put her at like 2 p.m. on the side stage. And I'm like, that was a ace level move right there mm-hmm. i could have lived after that and been happy if i'm being perfectly honest with you you are a goddamn fucking liar <laughs> i am yeah no it was great it was it, it was a it was awesome year two they lived up to the hype it was a good concert and they you can go online and see pictures i mean it was sixty thousand, seventy thousand of us in vegas trying to survive the the heat and the strip and all the bands and oh, well, well thankfully books. it wasn't too hot too like we we did it right you wore jeans so we were a little miserable in the day but it was perfect at night yeah you stayed we hydrated kind of was, we kind of to take the pain for the majority of the day but then it ended up paying off by the end yeah we were responsible adults and stayed hydrated with white claws and hearts other heart seltzers <laughs> except and twisted teas for fourteen percent uh, no what even twisted tea man it was box tea yeah, yeah, 15%. baby. Beat, beatbox wine, and I'm, the hardest I'm gonna part make it I was not the one to bring up thirty seconds to Mars and how miserable that was to sit through. <laughs> yeah, so it's I, I will say that was probably the worst thing. So, what, real quick, before we move on, uh, Jim, what was your most favorite and your least favorite from the show or from the festival? All right, so. My, I mean, favorite band, I, I probably not just because we're talking about it, like I will probably say Blink, like for the moment, you know, like it just felt like this big giant culmination of like, you know, they came back last year and then, you know, they put out edging and they did this big world tour and then it all built up to putting out one more time and they do it at, you know, the festival for their kind of music for a genre that they damn near invented and, you know, they played great. Their set list was great. Uh, so I think for the overall feeling of it all, I would say Blink was probably my favorite. Though my favorite moment happened during the Academy Is, where Gabe Saporta from Cover Starship and Midtown came out to uh, sing Snakes on a Plane with them. So that was pretty awesome. Um, least favorite? I'll phrase it. I'll frame it this way. So like. Uh, you know, a lot. There are some bands on this bill that had not played in a really long time. Uh, and take take something corporate, like they hadn't played in eleven years, but they came out there and showed us how it was done. Like those guys were pitch perfect, flawless. Energy was great. Setlist was great. They played amazing. And then there's a band like Phoenix TX who also hadn't played. I mean, I think I saw their last tour. Like it was like 2015 or something. And they didn't even, they weren't even with their original singer. Their original singer quit like two years ago. So, like, they sounded like they hadn't played in eight years. Like, it wasn't like inherently bad, but like, 
I know what a band sounds like when they haven't played in a while, uh, having done that a lot myself. And I'm like, all right, like they're fine. But like seeing them and then, like I said, like seeing like something corporate come back after like 11 years, I'm like, all right, that's how you're supposed to do this. Like you're at when we were young, like, come on, kick it up a notch. Bobby, what do you think? Same thing. Uh, something corporate's one of my favorite bands of all time. Jim gave a great breakdown, uh, piano, rock and roll, just in, and They've been doing it for a long time, but hadn't played or played together with that lineup in 11 years. So that was so cool to see. Um, but I'll tell you, Motion City soundtrack for me, these guys have been through ups and downs, a lot of health problems. Singer comes out with a cane, and he's just having a great time. And he probably something we all could have, you know, we, we all could agree on when he came out. He's like, hey, guys, like I got someone else playing guitar for me because my back hurts. And he was like, you guys know what that feels like, right? And we're like, yeah, yeah, I think we do. So it was cool to it's 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 tough to see these bands getting old because at the same time we're all sitting there and we're in our 30s listening to bands we listen to and in, in you know middle school some of these bands but that was really cool to see. Um, our least favorite I I don't really you know I don't want to pile on Phoenix TX they opened the whole show and it was like yeah. Yeah, you know cool to hear one song two songs that I I really wanted to hear from them but. I mean, honestly, I don't think there really was like a terrible, terrible band like Bright Eyes last year. I think from start to finish, it was awesome. Weird. Taylor, what do you think? So for me, um, like Blink was the headliner. I was there for Blink. I listened to them, what, first time in 2001 and hadn't heard them live ever. So I was all about hitting that. Yeah. Unfortunately, as we brought up earlier, had to sit through 30 seconds to Mars to get a good spot, but it was well worth the Blink show. Uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised by The Offspring. I've, I've never been a huge fan, never really liked their style, but hearing them live, it sounded pretty smooth, pretty pure. Um, it was not disappointed in their set, so that was a good up. And also pleasantly surprised by the Michelle Branch show. <laughs> Uh, you guys keep bringing it up, but I would say that was the, it was on a smaller stage, but that was the most packed area of any of the shows until they got to blinking green day. So Michelle branch almost headlined if she wanted to. That's true. <laughs> yeah. For me, I mean, blink definitely was my, my favorite just cause I've, you know, Bobby you know, told me a couple years ago when uh Skiba was in the band, they were playing at Brown's Island and I was like, oh, sweet. Maybe I'll get a ticket. And I was like, oh, it's been sold out for like two months. I'm like, oh, well, that fucking sucks. All right. See you later. And, you know, the only reason, you know, we were at my house the other day, like, you know, a couple weeks before the show, like, hey, man, we got an extra ticket. If you want to come out to Vegas with us, I was like, mm. all right. I mean, it's, it's like a reunion for them. It's like just to see this band because the bands that we grew up, you know, in middle school and high school, you know, from if you like, at least in our world with the metal and stuff, like, you know, Ozzy's gonna is basically retired, you know. Led Zeppelin's gone. Kiss is out the door. Aerosmith is on their farewell tour. You know, Metallica's still hanging in there. You know, um, Slayer hung it up. Anthrax hey, is still out there. You got quote unquote Pantera out there right now. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote Pantera. I mean, Megadeth is still out there, but you know, Dave Mustaine's voice. Um, well, just his. He's just getting old. Everyone's getting older. So, and there's not really, I think, a big you know, wave of new bands that can carry the the flag 
to be these big arena bands that we all you know grew up listening to so my thoughts like i've you know blink's one of those big it's one of the big bands from the 90s and of the pop punk world so of course like i i can't miss this opportunity to be at a big festival and with you guys it was awesome so to see them and to also push Tay to the front um because he's like i want to get to the front i'm like let's go dude like I, we will get no, you as close I'm as not, we can i'm not good at the skill of getting to the front uh if adam wants to tell that story he can but i'm not so we were about 20 rows, 30 rows back of people. And he's like, man, I just want to get closer. I'm like, just start pushing. Like, just say, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And pe- most people will be polite as long as you don't stand directly in front of them. Yeah. I'm six but foot then six I'm like, when you're at you. Mante. <laughs> yeah, when you're six foot six, yeah, that could be kind of an asshole move. But then I'll, I'll just stand in front of you and I'm fine. But uh, I'm like, just say, oh, man, Bobby, I'm, I'm coming. I'm on the way. I'll, I'll be right there. Just. <laughs> Wave my hands like, oh, my buddy's over there. Like, okay, come on through. And then I was like, all right, I found my spot. We're like five rows from the front. That's going to be as close as we're going to get before we become real assholes. So, and this little bitch in front of us was complaining, like, are you serious? You really like, you took my sister's spot. I'm like, she can stand in front of him if she wants to. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal. But my my least favorite definitely was seeing fucking. the Jared Leto show with a drummer in the front and some random dude playing bass keys or guitar in the background and just having random techno shit playing. I think it was just fucking awful and weird. Um, I did like the offspring. I never got a chance to see them before. So just to see them in conjunction with blink, that was an awesome thing. Joe branch was just funny to see at the show. And I actually was pleasantly surprised with uh, good Charlotte. Like they sounded good. And we're Wayne. And Lil, yeah, Wayne, and Lil Wayne showed up too. of all fucking people, sure. But then, you know, seeing Green Day too was another band. It's like, you know, I like the hits here and there, but you know, I was just more so wanted to sit the fuck down after standing for four and a half hours in the same spot and not having able to piss or drink. So I was like, I'm just gonna go lay down in the very back of this VIP and just listen to the tunes just wash over me. I was right going to say, I was you, like, bro. Green Day was like, in any other context, I would have been losing my shit at that set list because it was so good and they were so good. But we had been there standing up for 14 hours at that point, And I was just not prepared for a two hour Green Day set, like mentally or physically. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, and. They, you know they extend every single song uh which again is fine if you've been at the venue for an hour before they're set not 14 hours or so if like, you're a massive or if you're a massive green day fan waiting for them all day which if that was blink being the last band i would have been like hey play as much play more play, play yeah. as much as you want but you're right same thing with my chemical romance last year at the very end it's like god yeah. they're playing an unbelievable set but like, but like my, back yeah, like, my back hurts yeah like my back hurts metamucil today like i'm, yeah. I'm so I'm 80% white claw at this point. Like, let's oh, yeah. <laughs> start walking back. So, I mean, I um, definitely had a grumpy old guy moment because, like, Jesus of Suburbia is, like, maybe my favorite Green Day song, but it's 10 minutes long. And they were, they were playing Jesus of Suburbia at the very end. And Billy Joe starts extending that song. And I was just like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, <enough. laughs> so, Adam, you did bring up the, uh, the Lil Wayne joining Good Charlotte. Cool. Uh, one thing I was disappointed we missed. And I know he's not the best singer in the world, but seeing Tony Hawk sing Goldfinger. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, that would have been, been, been Saturday. Man. That, would, that would have been sick to watch. Yeah. That's right, man. 
A lot yeah, of so fun. overall, it was, it was a fun time. We, we walked back in hopes to go into the Taco Bell Cantina to get two meters of alcoholic Baja Blast, but I was not going to wait 30 minutes at the VIP line to get in to get two chicken quesadillas and a two-meter Baja Blast. So we had and- McDonald's instead, and then I took Tylenol and went to bed. Yep, hate fucks at McDonald's, and then just passed <laughs> out. Fucks. It was great. It's all good, Adam. You got next year. That's true. So, that all right, boys. For year so, three. Uh, one, one other thing to sum it up, though, happiness fades, but emo is forever. Zip. Right. Emo is forever. Damn straight. Pitty got a tramp stamp Amen. of that while he was in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, boys. Let's dive into the fantasy set list draft. So, we'll take one quick minute. How did you get into Blink One Eighty Two? Tay Tay, lead us off. So uh, my first time here in Blink was uh, unfortunately off a now what what we call music three. Now, that, now that's was. what I call music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that's what I call music three. It was what's my age again. Probably Loved so. it. And a week later, I asked my mom to buy me this uh, Dude Ranch CD. She said, no, you're too young to deal with these adult and vulgar Beans. language. Um so I paid a buddy of mine to buy the CD and listen to that straight through for like the next year. And since then, just listen to a lot of Blink. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Bobby, what about you? Uh, I was actually bullied into it by Mr. Jim Ivins, who's uh, on this, <laughs> this podcast. I'm the oldest. So I, you know, my music kind of came from my friends and people being like, did you hear that new Blink album? I'm like, yeah, totally. So like, I don't know what Blink is. So I asked my dad if he would go to Walmart and buy me a Blink album. At the time, Walmart, like Barnes and Nobles, had the little station with the CD players, and you could put on the headset and listen to like 15 seconds of a song. Dude, what a good time. And oh, NMO of the State had just come out. Um, so my dad sees this parental advisory, and he was like, I don't know if this is appropriate. And and uh, I was like, well, just listen to a song, Dad. Like, um, Or, you know. Pick one from the back of the CD. So I'm sure he flipped around, saw Dysentery Gary, popped 20 seconds on, was like, you're still too young for this, buddy. Like, this isn't going to happen today. (laughs) Would you like this Wild America soundtrack CD? Or, you know, would you like, how about this? You know, so I was like, okay, but I'm pretty sure I went over to, you know, Jim's house soon after. We started playing instruments, and the first couple of songs I wanted to learn and play were Blink-182 and just kind of, Followed them ever since. Just so you know, Backstreet and NSYNC were available at the time. <laughs> I, mean, I actually think I settled on together. Michelle Branch. Yeah. <laughs> we have Michelle Branch, Adam Pop. We're good. Yeah. Jim, what about you? Um, so I actually can't identify the exact moment. It was the Teen Choice Awards 1999. Because uh, I used to be really big into watching. Because there used to be a million award shows and i loved watching and taping on vhs every single one of them and i watched the teen choice awards and these three dudes in these oversized shorts start playing this song and i was one of these unique moments in my life where i like i was like what the hell is this like i was just like i couldn't put like i liked green day as a kid in fact my first cd i ever got in, uh, when i was five was dookie but like this was different and i remember they played what's my age again and I didn't know what to think of it. Like, I didn't know if I liked it or if I hated it. I just, like, I, I, I couldn't put a finger on it. And so, like, I was taping the show. 
So when the show ended, I rewinded the VHS and I was like, all right, I can't stop thinking about that weird song that I heard earlier that I think I didn't like, but I don't know. I need to hear it again. And so I kept like rewinding it and watching it. And after a while, I was like, no, I, I actually think I'm really into this. And so then my brother, of all people, uh, it's ironic because he ended up becoming a big metalhead and I ended up becoming big into pop punk. He got my parents to buy Enema of the State from Walmart, the edited version. Ew. Uh, so, so he started listening to that and then I started listening to it like more than him. Uh, and then we got the Mark Tom and Travis show, which did not have an edited version. <laughs> and my mom heard the Mark Tom and Travis show at one point and then, uh, physically broke the CD. <laughs> uh, slaps, slaps yeah. hard. Oh yeah. But we were hooked at that point. And I remember, we had a we had a babysitter one summer. I was probably it's probably like the summer after like sixth grade or something. It was probably like the last time we ever had like a babysitter because at that point my brother was like fifteen or sixteen, and this dude was like in college and like he and his buddies would uh they would just like blast Blink in the car like all the time and that's when I first heard the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket bonus tracks because the edited version didn't have them. So he put on like time to break up and I was like, whoa, like what is this song? And uh, and uh, I, he actually invited me and my brother to go to the pop disaster tour with him the summer in 2001, which was blank Green Day, Jimmy World and Saves the Day. And my mom would not let me go <laughs> because she figured we'd probably be getting into trouble. But uh but hey, we just got to see Blinking Green Day, so that was a big. So when we were young was a big moment for me because 22 years ago I wanted to see the Pop Disaster tour, and I've long thought of that as like the coolest tour ever with Blinking Green Day. And so here we awesome. are, baby. Well, awesome. Yeah. So for me, I mean, mine. I remember just, I mean, being, I guess, what late elementary school, I guess that when Adam of the State came out and hearing, um. You know, all the small things and what's my age again with the two big songs, but it really wasn't until probably middle school when the self-titled came out in mm. 2003 when I really would say, oh, I like this band. I mean, just the music video for Feeling This, you know, I mean, I was telling Bob, we tell Bob when we were at the, in Vegas, I was like, man. The music video just got me a little randy. Just the two people just making out on the glass in a prison cell. I was like, that's just awesome. But oh yeah, and, and no one can deny like just the the line and I miss you. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like that, and then the music video for Down. So like you know, I, I liked that, but then they broke up. But it wasn't until when I was at VCU when Neighborhoods came out when I really got back into them and started going back through the catalog and listening to Dude Ranch and Enema of the State and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and, you know, more of the self-titled and not just those three singles. I'm like, man, like, this is just, you know, I've got to be in the right mood for it. But, I mean, I do like Blink-182 a lot. So, and just, and then when Tom leaves again and then they have Skiba come through, I'm like, well, California slaps. And then I didn't even know nine existed until about six months ago. And then here we come out with one more time. So, I mean, overall, man, I, I like this band. I'm so pumped that I took advantage and wasn't stupid to not go to Vegas. You know, it was, you know, a quick weekend, but 
you know, like like Blink One Eighty Two says, we are kings of the weekend. So that was a good Ooh, time. That's why you're a host. So on his second leave, we can say Tom was right. Can we not? Yes. Yes, we can. But we'll get there later. So, all right. Let me share the screen. So we're doing the fantasy set list draft. We're doing a snake order. I've got ye old wheel decide to determine the draft order. We're going to do 15 songs. 13 songs, a two-song encore. But... I'm going to throw an audible at y'all. Uh-oh. It's now going to be a 16-song set list. Oh, shit. You trying to even up? You have to pick mm. one of what I would call stupid songs. Hells yes. <laughs> there is. Can you, can, you can only pick one. So there's Happy Holidays, You Bastards, from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. There's Built This Pool and Bohemian Rhapsody from California, Generational Divide from Nine, Turn This Off, and Fuckface from One More Time. Hold on. I, I will say you there, gotta are three, put family reunion there are three there. you are forgetting. There are three off. Take off your pants and jacket on the bonus disc. We're in, uh, let me back up. Let me back up. Fuck then. a dog. We are not doing bonus editions. We were only doing the studio albums, the Dogs Eating Dogs EP, and to satisfy you, Tay-Tay, I put the Mark Thomas, Mark, Tom, and Travis show in here, but the only studio track, Man Overboard. So, if it yeah, is not... fine. I'm just saying, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket has six others. I know it does, but it is not the studio it... The straightforward. We're not doing any deluxe bullshit. It's too many fucking songs. There's six to choose from. Take your pick. So we're doing 16 songs. We'll do 14 and a two-song encore. Sound good? Yeah, buddy. Got it, man. All right, let me share the old screen. Let's get to this. All right. Can everyone see the wheel? Oh, yeah. All right, so let us... Oh, you're right. All right. Oh, well, well. Well, look who has the number one overall pick. (laughs) All right. Number two. Why did it not take me off? That it's stupid. Oh, I see how this goes. Yeah, okay. You know what? Adam full set, then we get to pick. All right, Jim is number two. I'll take it. Oh, oh, oh! All right, and Taylor's number three, which puts young Roberto at number four. Yeah, but he, gets, cool. right. he, gets, he gets the first two picks. The the first two picker, though. That's right. I get the snake. Yep. All right, so it's my pick to lead us off. And I envision my set list I'm with a a Mark song leading us off. And it's going to be this. Hanging up behind the club on the weekend. 
so I'm just imagining the band walks out on stage and you just see just you see Mark with his pink bass you see Travis all fucking shirtless and tatted up and I don't know who my guitarist is going to be in the first couple songs so it's going to be a good time it be a good fucking time it's a good pick buddy All right, Jim, what you got there, buddy? Um, you know, they have been opening their reunion shows with this song, so I got to stay true. <laughs> Anthem part two, baby. There it is again. This song, you know, to me was, you know, I had, you know, Blink had just like changed my life with Enema of the State and I had never been more excited for an album, I think in my entire life at that point than in the build up to take off your pants and jacket and just press and play on that CD the first time and hearing, I was just like, all right, this band's about to change my life again. So them opening their sets with this on this reunion tour has made me very happy. So booyah, Anthem Part 2. All right, Taylor, you're up. Okay, so for me, I mean, it might have something to do with the video and its callbacks and just the, the throwbackness of it, but Not Now is a banger. It's got a slow build up to start the set and then just goes the exact way I expect Blink 2 throughout the song. So I'm going with Not Now. What album is that? Self-titled. The UK, the UK edition, but it, Jesus it, Christ, it, Tay Tay, it counts. <laughs> it counts. I'll tell you what. That's the first song that that I've had to take off my uh, off my list. I had that yep. one way later. Yep. I, I had to take Tay Tay. Pick again. If it's not on the list, you can't pick it, dummy. No, you you're so cool doing count. special edition songs, Dude, Tay Tay. I thought about that so much this week. Okay, you know what? Okay, pick again. Going, pick one of these. We're going 135 songs. Feeling this, it is okay. Oh, you got man. it, buddy. I knew it. If that spoiled that. two for you, I just spoiled two for you. But feeling this, <laughs> it's got a good roll into it. And I think back, man, 2004, every oh, single yeah. time you opened it, this is what it started with. pick and i'm a little pissed off because that was gonna be my next pick <laughs> sorry i mean i tried otherwise you ruined it that's true uh oh, damn my list is doing so cool. <laughs> all right bobby you got two picks you know you had me panic a little bit when you're like uh albums uh <laughs> you're like no studio side releases i was like well here we go uh all right. This is a quintessential yeah. blink to me, man. Well, man overboard. There we go. Yeah. 
That's just a killer. Like that's, that's a good rip, dude. That song in the first minute has everything, you know, little bass solo, just four chords coming in, you know, both singers. I mean, that's that's just a that's a fun song and just that's classic. That's classic Blink to me. Um, so that's how that's how my setlist would start off. I'm happy with that pick. All right, buddy. What's your next pick gonna be? I'm gonna throw this out there, and I'm gonna let you know that this is for a setlist build. But if they play this song second, and I got to keep the hype going, I'm going Aliens Exist, my man. Nice. I have to do it. Um, it it's just like a first time you hear a song like that about aliens and like a pot. It's not like girlfriends or cars. It's just something just wildly blink, just like upbeat. And at the time, we were kids, we were like, oh, whatever, like uh, aliens don't exist. But hey, Tom was right. So that's Tom's my song right. number two. Well, you fucked me. Hey, mom, there's something in the back room. Hope it's not the creatures from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. We all know conspiracies are dumb. Yeah, man. I mean, that, those drums come in, and again, it's just, it's just a fun song. I, I don't think up to that point I'd heard anything like that. So it just kind of gets you moving, gets you jumping, and uh, kind of back-to-back songs that get me off my feet in my book so far. All right, that's this is gonna fucking suck. I I just know this now. Uh, this <laughs> these set lists are gonna be so goddamn top heavy. And now remember. You have to draft the songs in the order of the set list. So you can't be going snagging. Damn it. Next. Okay. Tay Tay. Watch me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, I provided you a little glimpse of what I was going for. I'm not going heavy. I'm trying to fill out my list. But look, my favorite album is Dude Ranch. I love me some Nasally Tom. And that is the ultimate that Dude Ranch is. So uh, give me. Sorry, kids. Dick lips. Hey. Oh. I always think about. I, you know, more time with Travis for he's like. That's why when I got really drunk, he got me a high school. And yes, Jim, it is on the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, which is the best album, but we can't touch it. It's a fucking live album. Like, I mean, it's they're a like our generation. It's our generation's Frampton comes alive, man. I mean, it's fucking. <laughs> it's the live album that somehow defined a generation. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine. That's fine. Yep. All right, Jim, Jimothy, what you got? Um, I think that one thing that makes Blink better than a lot of other bands is that they continue to make really great music deep into their career and look no further than track one off one more time anthem part three 
is what I'm doing for track two. Oh. Oh, oh boy. If that doesn't give you a boner and just get you totally jacked up, I don't know what will. I mean, so badass. Especially yeah, for all it, the hype around a new Blink song, you're just hoping that album starts off hot, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I said it before. Like, well, but I guess between the three of us, the Sonics on this album, it is so thick, and the Punchy, drums sound yeah. good. Like everything's just so well balanced. It's not like you know. The old albums where everything's felt thin when listening to them. And especially so. that song, like, they're trying to connect it to all the old. Like, we've had Anthem, we've had Anthem Part 2. They're trying to draw it back to when, I mean, all their best albums were. But most of the lyrics are a little bit more subdued, a little bit more adult. Which So they're opening the album basically telling you this is going to be a little more adult than we were for Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Enema, and all that stuff. But we're still going to call back to it. Yeah. Couldn't have couldn't well, said it better. Well said, bud. Good pick, man. All right. So my number two pick, I'm going to throw a fucking wild card in here already. Coming back from the show on the flight, I listened to this song probably like 10 times in a row. And it's this. She's a girl dressed in black from Oh, another you motherfuckers and breathes like a girl yes. from another world. She don't you know motherfuckers. She don't have the time of day. Celebrate Medicaid till we numb the pain. In the sun, oh, she'll dump oh, the pain. She don't that. feel the same. She don't have the time. Fucking solo, dude. Look at that. Of course. With all the nine slander in this group, I thought I was a lock to get that song. <laughs> dude, I, that's what I just know. So, my show, it starts off with the trio with mark skiba and travis i don't know if it was the you know the dinner from the steakhouse we had at the sad clown circus circus <laughs> with the holy trinity of a gin and tonic wine and then a 12-year glenn levitt and then getting to the airport and pounding two ipas uh, tall boys and then immediately passing out before we took off on the plane and then get woken up to turbulence. And Bobby displacing not one, but two Buffalo Traces and Ginger in front of me. And I played this song on 
fucking repeat. Just the vocals on it kill me. Like it is such a tasty song. And when I realized the nine existed a few months ago, I'm like, it's really not a bad album. I mean, California is great, but nine just was in a weird state, I think, of music. So, to so me, for for my thoughts. This was the only nine album song I was going to take. So I will not be touching it I'm anymore. fucking glad I took it now. But I like <laughs> yeah. exactly what you said. It is a great song. Dude, to me, this and one other song on nine that I will not name uh, are like the two lost Blink classics. I think nine came out at a weird time because like MGK, Tickets to My Downfall hadn't come out yet and like really somehow made mainstream culture take notice of pop punk and i think that if nine had come out after that album i think this would have actually been like i think dark side would have been a massive hit for blank like it should have been so that's my number two slot so now for my number three we've got mark skiba and travis on stage a bunch of fog envelops the stage (laughs) <laughs> a spotlight shines down in the center. Don't you do and, it. And you hear this faint whisper. A very soft vocal comes in. And someone slowly emerges from the stage. And it's this. Oh, thank God. Oh, the hell, dude. That hurts, Adam. Good. Good. It was only on set list four for me, so it's okay. Great song, though. So this is, crowd goes fucking wild. They're thinking they're going to see just regular, you know, Blink-182 Part 2. And now we have a quartet. Skiba's on stage. You've got Tom just running around, takes the mic, and you just hear this nice soft echo of his, just his voice, rises up, and then the song just slams right into it. How fucking awesome would that be? That'd be pretty badass, not going to lie. And so far, we've taken three songs from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. This is going to be pretty funny. All right, Jim, what you got, buddy? I mean, I will say from the When We Were Young tour, they did play five in their set. So they are not scared of playing Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Well, obviously, it's a great album, but I'm just saying it's there's a lot else on the board that won't get taken. Uh, for me, uh, what's next is the song that started it all for my Blink fandom, and I think pretty much three of you as well. What's my age again, baby? I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone. Get the feeling right We started making out And she took off my pants But then I turned on the TV And that's about the time She walked away from me 
Fun fact, I have loved that song, you know, since the Teen Choice Awards, as I said. <laughs> I have never known what that lyric was, and I'm still more amused by TV shows. I didn't know that that was the lyric until this year. Good never you, once buddy. looked well, it up. <laughs> I never did anything. Only took 30 years. Only took only took 30 years, but, like, I... I I, I finally just like heard it. I, I think it was while I was watching them live and I was like, oh no shit, that's what he's saying. All right. I So I almost had that opening in my set because I think it'd be cool just again, just to have Tom or whoever come out and just slowly start picking that yeah. and then it just drops in. I, I think it'd be a cool opener yeah. too. So I, f I feel like they typically play it pretty early. So I feel like they usually like, kick you in the nuts a few times and then are like all right you ready like let's do it and so i figured number three slot that's a good place for it cool all right tay, tay what you got so for number three uh back in the days where blink was one of the biggest things on earth it was a lot about uh movie soundtracks i'm gonna make a call back to mutt from american nice. pie and that scene of running to Nadia. Go Trig Boy. Go Trig Boy. It's your birthday. And that's exactly the kind of song that Boy puts out. song has so many fucking plays it's crazy that this album in general emma the state has probably over probably over three billion plays of all the songs combined that's crazy all right bobby you're on the board buddy what you got all right buddy i this song kind of it, it starts off a little slow. You got to bring it down after two heaters, back to back, darts. <laughs> uh, but but this song starts off a little slow, but it really builds, man. It is a great blink song from start to finish. A little always. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> Love the intro. <laughs> All right. Okay, it was on setlist two. All right. Dude, Stephen A. Smith Hottest Take Award, I think that might be Blink's best video. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i telling you, man, that that song is just, again, just classic little Blink bass line. But it, like, 
popping into the chorus right here. They just they're hitting their stride with that song, and it sets up so well on that album too. Like it's it's not coming at you full force, but it's just enough to pull you in to get started, and then by the chorus, you're just up and jumping around, man. It, it it's like. They've got some sadder songs that are still real powerful. They've got songs like this where they kind of just build throughout the entire song. And by the end of it, you're like, that that was awesome. That was an experience kind of song. Absolutely. Far I from think... the days of Buddha and, and Cheshire Cat, they kind of found their form in, uh, in, in this album in particular. But I love that song, man. To me, Untitled is the best thing they ever did. And I think that that song uh, is like the bridge between enema and take off your pants and jacket and what they were priming themselves to do next yeah uh because i think there's a lot of things on that untitled record that if you're like a dude ranch like only kind of person you're gonna be like oh like what is this but like i think always you can't you can't deny that no matter who you are like it's such a good pop song yeah but i mean that that whole album like I'm going to put it in quotation marks, but that's when they got emo. That's when they added the feels. That's when they, like, oh, yeah. little adult things got sad. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. else was fun before that. Well, yeah, that's uh, to me, it was like, that's when you realized, like, I, I always knew that they were really good songwriters because they could write something, like, really catchy and something that really hit you. But, like, that was the one where, to your point, like, like it just got so emotional. And you're like, oh, my God, these guys are really good. Like, oh, yeah, my man. God. Jesus. All right, so Bobby. That's my, that's my third pick. And then round four. Here we go. Round four. Not my not my slowest song I'm gonna have on my set list, but it definitely sets the tone for this next one. Leads up to a banger. You bastard. <sighs> wow. This early. But, like the, you motherfucker. Boys, don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm telling you. Bobby, I'm pretty sure I talked to you before this, and you said, I'm not going to play any of that overplayed garbage. That was, <laughs> that was that was me playing the game, you idiot. I had that song in the back. And listen, if we're making our ultimate set list, I mean, that right after always, and everyone's everyone's on a little high, and then you come back from that, and uh, and then you've really got everyone jumping around. So... Oh, I, I'm not against you. When they closed out playing that at when we were young, I was down for it. It was great. That is the one Blink song. I'll say the one of, of the you know commercialized quote unquote Blink songs that I could hear that song a thousand times in a row, and and it wouldn't wouldn't ever get old to me. So I that was more you know I needed that in my top five. So I'm glad I got it where it is. I'm happy with it. Right after always, you pop that song on, and people people are ready to go. To me, damn it, is the cops busting up the party in the film Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all I think about when I hear that song. Yeah, man. So here we go. That's my, that's that's number four. All right. All right, Taylor, you're on the board. Okay, I'm actually going off my uh, pre-researched uh, list, but... Uh... I'm going to go New Age, or at least The Newest Age by Blink, and go with More Than You Know. You Bang, dirty banger. fucking 
cocksucker. I knew Adam loved it, but it is a God, I fucking hate you. One more time. <laughs> I anger. fucking hate you. God, I fucking hate you. You guys are pillaging set list two, three, and four, but you're not doing much about number one, so I feel I feel confident. I lost my mind when they played that song. Yep. God, you rat bastard. <laughs> Solid pick. Yeah, that's good. Yep. All right, Jim, what you got, buddy? What I got is uh, the most excited I've ever been to listen to the radio in my entire life the night that this song world premiered on K-Rock in 2011. Summer before my senior year of college, I was taking a summer class to catch up on my credits. And I remember getting out of that class, knowing that Blink was going to world premiere their reunion single in 30 minutes. I raced home, opened GarageBand on my computer so I can record the K-Rock stream <laughs> online and then burn it onto my iPod where then I was going to meet my uh, then-girlfriend. Uh, we were going to see one of the Harry Potter movies at midnight. And between driving to the bar to meet our friends before going to Harry Potter, going to Harry Potter, then driving from Harry Potter back to her house, I made her listen to the Up All Night K-Rock stream off my iPod 23 times in a row. <laughs> Jesus <Dude>. Christ. <laughs> Tell me your no. age without telling me your age, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Paragraph I right there. that story like a mo, <laughs> but like that was it was an epic night. Never forget it. Yeah, that, that song, I like that song, but I think it because I listened to it so much when it first came out, it's got so much fatigue for me now. Mm. But yep. excellent pick. Respect, but no, that song just just oh, it's like a it's so powerful. That's what I love about it. All right. So for my yeah, next pick, fact, they started it on the untitled album there. They what? There is a clip in the MTV album launch documentary of Tom playing Mark, the up all night riff in 2002. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. So Go. open my set with the, the rock show. It is a rock show. Everyone's pumped. 
Get a little dark side action. Give Skiba the microphone. Tom rises from the stage. So everyone's losing their fucking mind. And it's like, hey, we're back together. Tom's back. And he just runs to the microphone and plays this little diddly. That might be my favorite song of that album. I'll be honest with you. Definitely heard it in our hotel room at least 12 times over the course of the weekend. <laughs> but you know what's funny about that because song? Because of me! Yes! <laughs> on, on the Instagram page, when they had, you know, for the When We Were Young Festival, they showed a clip of, like, last year with this song playing two days before the album got released. And I was like, what is... I was like, is this a... This new blinks is this old blink new blink I've, i never heard it because it had when we were young blink 182 underneath it and i think like three hours later jim's like dude it's, it's, it got released like that, that's that's new blink and i was like i am ready to go man hit you right in the feels love looking it looking back at the set list oddly enough they did not play when we were young oh yeah, which is opportunity we right <laughs> yeah they didn't have to yeah yeah but that song like because some asshole stole my next pick that would lead into when we were young. It yeah. was a banger. I had to do it. I know you did. Asshole. But it's okay. I'm over it <laughs> because I've got the set list is changing in my head as we go. So after that, Tom takes the microphone, talks to the crowd, looks over at Matt, and says, thank you for holding it down while I was gone. Now it's your turn. Take it for us. And he takes the mic and sings this little diddly. Don't you do it. Oh, thank God. We'll get this mark that starts it, but later on, you know. I said, settle down, settle down, everything is fine. Take your eyes off the floor. She said, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not all right. I lost my head on the door. That song, she's out, she's out of her mind. Just passing the microphone all the way around. One of my absolute favorite songs from California. Great just, song. It's, it's fun. It's just it's upbeat. And I mean, California was, I mean, coming out of neighborhoods, losing Tom, and they still put out, you know, something that wasn't, you know, plus forty four. It, it was just 
you know, plus one four is okay, but this just had more balls to it, I felt. If you can say that about pop punk, but. Um, so. Now, I will ask, how much was Skiba involved in the California part? Like, I know he was in nine, but, like, California came out right when Skiba was coming that, in. Right together. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he sings on several songs, well, only vocals. I just I mean, didn't he's know how much of the songs songwriting was he involved. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. song, I think, on that album is just the three of them and John Feldon. All right, Jim. You're on the board, buddy. Uh, I am going uh, to go ahead and apologize to Bobby now because I know that he wants this song. Uh, <laughs> this is my big pick from California. All right, Bobby's back it up because I'm going to take it next. Son of a bitch. You want to talk about lost hits? Like, I mean, California was an objectively successful album. It got them their only Grammy nomination. So it was a great, it was a successful album. But like, I swear, if they had released that song as a single, like, I mean, he got Patrick Stump on the co-write. I mean, like, it's, it's so, it is so good. It makes me upset, like how good it is. I'm a dandelion. You're a four-leaf clover. Like, what about the most self-deprecating humor is that? Patrick Stump wrote that lyric. Yeah, that's so good. So you know, and like, it's sober was cool when I listened to it, but it's not really hasn't really like garnered all the appreciation that it deserved until I was with Bobby. He's like, dude, this song fucking rocks. And I'm like, you're fucking right, it does. Play it again, right? I I got to see it when Blink Twenty Two came to Innsbruck that one yeah. time, and I remember I think I was talking to you, Jim. I was like, this might be the only time we ever get to see him play this song. Like I honestly, I and they and the second they sec the second he hits it and starts going, I'm like, that's that is, as without Tom, that's as close to Blink as I think you're going to get. I wish I could remember it. I was pretty uh, deep into the uh, tall Bud Lights uh, <laughs> at that point. Sorry, boys. <laughs> they weren't uh, the they banquets. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. All right. Excellent pick. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm envious of that pick because <laughs> it was going to be my next pick. Yeah. But that's perfectly fine. All right, Tay Tay, what you got there, pumpkin? <laughs> so, uh, yet again, I don't think I'm stealing anybody's here. This is kind of a middle of the album for Untitled, but uh, we're going to go with Here's Your Letter. Ooh. Trying to slow things down a bit. That's real slow. Love it for them. Love it for I used to listen to that song so much in middle school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's unbelievable. That's a great one, dude. Oh, fuck. Excellent pick. 
deep into the album track listing too. Like it's like buried yeah. back. Like a lot of people forget about it, but it's such a good song. All right, Bobby. It it just tells you how deep the untitled or self-titled, however you want to say self-titled. it, self-titled. Yeah. I say untitled. Was, uh, why don't you sit back for a second? Little Bob, take you back to a magical time. Take your shoes off. <laughs> Not your pants back. Because we're going back to a magical, wonderful place in 1995 to listen to a small bland. Oh, man. Eminem. So, Jim might remember this, but our buddy Zach Brumbaum, first time we ever, I got in a room with people to play music in a quote-unquote band, and this is one of the songs we wanted to play, and he knew how to play it on guitar, and I'm just hitting four chords, and I was like, this, like this song, just this is what I think of when I think of Blink, when like the first time I'm learning how to play four chords, just fast Blink, great little lyrics, I mean. It, that album that had a pretty good start. Looking back on it, the first four songs of that album were unbelievable. But yeah, that that's old school Blink. That's that's uh, that song will get you going. Round six, lead us off. Yeah, man. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take a little time portal, a little hop, if you will, a few albums later, when it's not the you know original trio. But I think this is a great song to play next, and and one of my favorite songs on California besides Sober. But uh, this this is a great song. Oh, fucking knew it. Probably the best thing we've ever did during this time. It's fine. Once it hits the chorus, you just. Eyes are open, words are spoken. Here's to the sunrise. Head is loaded, cards are folded. What I'm just encore. rocking out in my chair, man. Like, Bobby, stop taking my fucking encore, you ass. <laughs> Fuck. 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 This is the guy with the number four pick to start all. I'm just saying. You guys have banger. all decimated my encore on all four set lists. <laughs> 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 I knew this would happen. Oh, no no Jim, encores will be around. Oh, Jim, Jim, encore. where was Darkseid going to be on your set list? Where was Darkseid? Yeah, I had it in the number nine slot on set list one. <laughs> this man made four set list of sixty songs. Cool. All right, I, I think uh, yeah. set list is pretty much untouched. I'm loving this. Oh, well, I mean, I just put so I got that way when I did our trivium set list. I think I wrote down eighteen songs and drafted fifteen of the eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like it was awesome.
So it can work. It, it, you know, sometimes the cards are in your favor. Sometimes yeah. at Circuit Circus, you lose uh, 600 bucks in like 10 minutes. <laughs> or you win 180. Who knows? Yeah, 180. All right, Tay you're up next. What do you got? So with the last song, I was starting to dive into the feels. Uh, let's go deeper in the feels. But uh, it's unfortunate that this song is not going to be played live ever again. Um, all because of Travis's plane crash and his buddy dying. But Adam's song nice. is a great, mm-hmm. great song. And what's funny about that song is that it wasn't, you know, it was meant to be a song of hope because at the end he kind of, you know, builds himself back up and like steps out into the light, so to say. Yeah, it was it was originally about um, Mark's depression. Indeed. Yeah. Not anything to do with Travis. Yeah. But Tay Tay, fear not, they played it a month ago. Did they really? Maybe we'll see it in August, buddy. They brought it. They brought it back out. So there is hope for you yet. Nice, awesome. We'll see it in July. All right, all right, Jim, you're on the board, buddy. Round six. What you got? All right, you know it's the uh, it's the sixth song in the set. I think it's time to you know kind of take things back a little bit. You know, slow things down. Uh, everyone, get ready to make all your memes because here comes. had somebody when i was living in nashville somebody told me they were like it's very interesting that sometimes you'll think of a song and in your head it will have been like a number one hit but in reality it was actually like sat at like number 65 on the hot 100 and like those are actually the songs that endure and become bigger than than you know just a song and I think this song peaked at like number sixty on like the Hot 100, but like it has become like such like a symbol and an anthem for this band. It's like so much bigger than they are. Yeah, and just like everybody knows this song at the very least, just for the meme. You know. Yeah, and I think there's that, but I think the the where are you and like when he said, and it, actually, it's funny. I did not understand. Hold on. 
to call you. She yeah, just missed, missed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was it, I innocently call you? That's what he says. The indecision to call you. The indecision to call you. Mm -hmm. So I still fucked it up. I thought he says, I innocently call you. Yeah. That's what it sounded like when they played it live, but. Yeah, that's. But I think that, too, just for being, I think, everyone our age, a little bit younger, a little bit older, like, this is prime middle school, high school for, you know, the elder emo, so to say. You know, it's like, it's that sad song, but it's not too depressing. Yeah. You know, where, it's just emotional. You know, where it's, that's all it yeah. is. Yeah. So, well. I could safely say I actually did not have that on my set list, so I'm not upset. Okay. I like the song, but I don't think I want to hear it live. All right, so so again, going back to my set, track six, playing stuff from California. Tom and Mark start doing some banter, and there's actually someone that comes out, actually probably rather offensive. It's uh, someone with like a flute, and there's a basket on the ground. And they oh, start do, and they start playing a little tune, and oh, I know Tom says, "Well, you can definitely uh, charm my snake," there and they is. play this. <laughs> Such a boxcar racer vibe on that one. Mm -hmm. Snake Charmer is my absolute favorite song from Neighborhoods. I remember driving around VCU one day, and there was this the lyric in the song. Oh, girls love to sin. Good girls, yeah, good girls like to sin. It just the good girls love to sin. I'm like that fucking line is awesome. So I, I I a good like, like I think mid tempo song after she's out of your mind and when we were young and give Tom the microphone again. I, I know you said mid tempo there, but like it seems like the whole neighborhood's album they went pretty like heavy and dark with with the music of it and then all of their verses and their lyrics are just a lighter tone yeah i, I might have to see that theme, but they were all lighter so they were kind of playing with both sides pretty much throughout the album yeah well i don't care because i fucking love the song so it's just Great. i remember just Not driving in the danger song. ranger i was actually driving in the danger ranger right past baja and just uh bob my head's like girl girls they like to sin i'm like yes they do that's awesome <laughs> All right, boys. So round seven. All right, what do I want to do? 
got. I'm gonna go probably one of I think a really good deep cut from the self-titled. Yeah, we're doing it. Yep, track seven. It's this. Ah, nice. It's just that snare roll in the beginning and just that really funky bass line in the song just really drives. And then when Mark's doing the chorus, I, mean, I don't know, just something about that song. It just it hooked me right away when I really got into the album. And then like in the middle, it just kind of like, do, 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 like, as a bass player, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, that's just, give me more of that solo bass stuff. Excellent baseline. Love it. Mm-hmm. Hoppus is one of the greats, no doubt about it. All right, Jim, what you got there, my man? What I got is the sound of a battering ram just waking up an entire generation and telling them that they have their new favorite band back in 1999. <sighs> there goes you know, my encore. After I hit you, you gotta you gotta pick them back up again. And what better way than fucking ripper? It's understood. I said in many ways. I'm too scared to run. I'm too scared to stay. I said I'd leave. I can never leave her. If I did, you know I'd never cheat her. And this I ask is what I wanna know. How would you feel if I should choose to go? Another guy, you think you'd be unlike me? Another guy. Just between that and Man Overboard, man, that is such a good song so, for me I'm, to I'm open it up. Yeah, I mean, Dump Weed again, that was going to be my encore opener. Just cause it's, yeah, I was hoping it would last that long, but I was not optimistic. So, <laughs> All right, JT, what you got there, man? So I, I, I don't know if my next one's allowed. I brought it up to Adam earlier. It's not. Pick another one. <laughs> if you have to ask, it probably is not. Dude, if it's diving... not on the fucking spreadsheet, it doesn't count. Uh, well, I mean, it would help us for sure because it would save more songs for me. But no, yeah. it's how these rules are. Quit picking special I know what it was. I want to know what it was going to be. It was What Went Wrong. I was going for an Great acoustic song. Tom song. Great song. Yeah, I thought it was. You can pick Boxing so. Day off uh, Dogs Eating Dogs. No, we're not gonna. I'm I'm in the dark side right now, so I got to figure out something. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. So, hey. to, since I already went dark with Adam's song, I'm gonna bring myself back out with violence. Nice. Ooh, that's a good one. Which they did play live, and it was awesome. They, that song is a ripper. Which I did realize I actually did have what went wrong on the set on, on the spreadsheet, uh, but. Because I asked you to add it last minute. (laughs) You did. But I don't have it. So we're playing violence. This middle of your set list is fucking weird. 
I was trying to slow things down. You slowed it way down. <laughs> With Adam's song and violence. I mean, there's nothing to know about that. This isn't a real slow intro, though. This is... Yeah, what but this is... I mean... I do like the song a lot, but... I guess it does pick up. Never mind. That was coming, out, out of, coming out of Adam's song with that slow intro, I was like, eh, yeah. didn't really pick you up right away. But it was, okay. was going to be my eighth pick after the acoustic, but you kind of ruined that. Well, I'm all about audibles tonight. So, <sighs> All right, Bobby, what you got there, buddy? Dude, I'm going to go uh, uh, get you real down. But I feel like you kind of have to do this because it's blinking for me. Some of their albums had the fast songs, the really slow songs, the emo songs. You know, I never thought I'd be playing this song on a metal podcast, but uh, but here we here go. We go. <laughs> I am a sucker for some of these songs and stay together. Incredible riff. Comes off my fucking list now. Oh, yeah. Incredible riff. It's hard to wake up when the shit have been pulled shut this house is haunted it's so pathetic it makes no sense at all i'm ripe with things to say the words rot and fall away yeah man i you know here's your holiday it's, it's pop I'm punk singer it's emo. It's just one of those songs, man. Like Blink had these in their arsenal, and we loved them for it. And they play these songs in their set list still. So I mean, th- I mean, it's pretty cool to see them go high flying, and they can still get you going. But it was the first time like I heard, you know, emo that wasn't screaming emo or screamo as the kids call it. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it was- the video, like the stuff they did like during the show, was pretty cool, like in the screens and stuff. Absolutely, man. But it's also the kind of band, too, where, like, sometimes you just hear bands that play this, and there's genres for that. And these guys would play this and then come back out with the next song uh, and and bring it back up a little bit. So so here's here's the song that's going to come right after that on my playlist. Round eight now. Fuck. Round eight, Round man. Eight. All right, next track. Uh, you're all good. Yeah, man. That stuff hits in the chorus, but it's. It's again, it comes off a little slow to start, but it just it just catches you hook, line, and sinker, man. Yeah, so. I remember the music video for it because it came out, it was feeling this, I miss you, and then down, and it was just like this very like orange, grainy video. Dudes like skating in like the flood, um, flood vents in California or whatever the hell they're called. You know, in like yeah, this man. weird I mean, in the story that I could never pick up on, like what the hell is actually going on in this music video? <laughs> That's they kind of what I about Terry that self-titled Crew. album, though. Like, half the songs and, and music videos you're watching, you're like, this is nothing I've heard before. It's nothing I've heard from Blink before. It's just their own world, and every single song has a different kind of feel to it as it progresses. So it's a great album through and through, but, uh, but yeah, man, I love that song. So that's my pick number eight. Down. Ooh. 
All right, JT, you're back on the board. Pick a good one. Uh, with with disappointment, I'm back on the board uh, since you screwed up. My I can put. Plan. I'll put more than you know if you want, or what went wrong back on there if you want. No, uh, it's it's fine because we're going to uh, spoken like a true email kid, JT. Well, <laughs> since he threw the curveball of we need a crazy song, I'm just going to get that out of the way since I'm now one okay. song down. So we're just going to no pun intended. Out. Yeah, we're going to just <laughs> knock it out. Happy holidays, you bastard. Since I can't use nice. fuck a dog, because that's a bonus track. It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're Dallas or me, I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're Mama Tata, I'll never talk to you again. Good, good pick. Get it out of the way, man. Good job. I mean, we're getting deep in the tracks. You don't want to save your uh, fun stuff. I'm not. I have no idea who the closers are going to be now. Like, <laughs> I've I've got mine in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, I I can. I can think I can make this work now, but I, I kind of knew it. I think I'm going to get fucked. Are, so these are going to be some deep cut encores. Yeah. So let's see. Anthem part two is gone. Damn it's gone. Rock show's gone. Feeling this is her, gone. Don't give everybody some ideas, man. I'm saying like all these, yeah, all those are gone. Yeah, they're gone. I'm saying like, it just, I was, I was thinking, okay, you would think it'd be an opener, but come back, like start your encore, close the show with it. just to really fuck everybody. But okay. It's all good. So, all right, Jim, what you got there, buddy? All right, well, we are going to go back to Dude Ranch for my uh, first Dude Ranch pick, and we're going with Josie. Nice. Figured in my set list, you know, we're ebbing and flowing. You know, we, we, you know, we did up all night, and then we did sober. You know, took him to California, a little mid tempo. I miss you with the ballad, even though it's the huge hit, but you know, still it's the ballad. And then you take them back, dump weed, Josie, remind them we are Blink fucking 182, and this is what we do. So there that it is. song, all I think of is the video of a purple-haired oh, yeah. Mark, oh, a yeah. blonde Tom. And some dude named Scott. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's been lost to history. Scott Rayner, the, let's say, the guy who had problems with alcohol and left. Tough break, Scott Rayner. <laughs> yep. And there goes yet another song off my list. Great. Uh, All right. So I got Snake Charmer, Easy Target. Let's see, we got... 
A Tom song and then a split song. What are we going to do next? I'm, there's, I can't take them just yet, but fuck. All right, I know. We're going to... We're going to bump it up, you know, easy target from the self-title. We're going to throw it back into Tom's back in the band. I really like this song. Play a little bit of this. Ah, ah. I talked about when we were in Vegas, man. I like Tom's more, I guess, you know, raspy tone in his voice now. And when he's like, you know, shouting terrified in the song. Yeah. It just sounds so good. It's so, like, just clean. And not as nasally as it was on you know, the older songs from him. But. Yeah, that actually might sound like his best singing voice that he's ever put out. Oh, yeah. And so, but I, yeah. It really I mean I could take pretty much anything from one more time. But, yeah. Fantasy set list. What I want to see played live for me, just for me. All right. So, round nine. Let's see. It kind of sucks being the leadoff. All right, so I really like this song a lot too. So, ah, fuck. I hope the other ones are still there when it's my turn again. So, after terrified, Tom and Mark do a little more uh, banter between one another, and Mark says to Tom, "Tom, you know what happens when you put a stick of dynamite in a pussy, right?" He's like, "What?" He's like. Love is dangerous. Ooh, whoa. God, that's so good. Unexpected deep cut alert. And just like with Snake Charmer, it's got that bob into it where it just love, love is dangerous. Fucking love, love it, is so dangerous. All right, Jim, you're on the board, man. What you got? All right, so I am going to since you stole my original pick from nine. Uh, okay, I am gonna I am gonna take it to the other song that I think Blink got robbed and it should have been a huge uh, hit for them. Uh, 
I'm gonna take. I really wish I, I don't really you. like myself without you. Sorry. Every song I sing is still about you. Save me from myself the way you used to. Cause I don't really like myself without you. I really wish I hated you. A little drunk, waiting on your phone call. A little numb, maybe I can feel that. All you stitch me up, or you can stop me bleeding out. I'm better when I'm broken. I love you, but I hate you when you're with someone else. And I want you wrapped around me, but I don't trust myself. I drove by your house. I know people, uh, some people have a problem with nine being a lot, you know, more, you know, uh, polished and produced and poppier. And this yeah, is it's... about as poppy as that idea got. I think this is as far as they took it. But I just think it's a really catchy song. Oh, it's and... fucking, I mean, it's got, of the album, right, on Spotify, it has the most plays at 60 million spins. Followed by Dark Side at fifty-seven. Yeah. So there is a there was a remix with Miley Cyrus that leaked uh, that I think they were going what they were going to officially release as a single, and then it happened like right when lockdown started, and I think that just like killed Nine right there. And mm-hmm. I always wondered what would have happened if they had released. Uh, so I of course found it on a, on Reddit, but uh, I always. Wondered what would have happened if they had gotten to release this song. I thought it could have been a big, big hit for them. Then the time when All Time Low had Monsters with Demi Lovato, I was like, this could have been big for Blink. But uh, alas. Adam, your uh, listeners can't see it, but I'm just watching Tay-Tay's face. Watching him look at it, this album of nine, and thinking in his head, this is not Blink. And I hate that we're even discussing this right now. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing with a cat here instead of listening to Nine. <laughs> well, you're a fool because it's it's a sleeper album, dude. Like it's there it are some songs of like that sucks, but there are some really good hidden gems on it. It can I keep agree. fucking sleeping. Well, okay. While you were playing that song, Tate was blasting dump weed in his headphones. Just like, oh, this is Blink. This is Blink. Get it out of my. This head. is the Blink I remember. Oh. <laughs> and I couldn't pay. <laughs> Damn song. And we just lost him because he was so angry about nine. He raged right, on no. the podcast. But, <laughs> What's your next pick there, Pumpkin? You're round nine. Um, so wait, isn't Bobby up? No. Oh I'm no, not. sorry. No. Sorry, I'm looking at the screen. Don't listen to me. So just so you guys know, you probably shouldn't save your joke song for the end, because that just doesn't seem to flow well. So get on that. Um but I'm going with Turpentine. Don't, don't tell us what to do. I, I know I shouldn't, but uh, basically I did my joke song. I need to bring things more back up. Um, so we're going with Turpentine to just basically restart the set. Turpentine, Turpentine, Turpentine. what the fuck? So I like that song. Great Surprisingly, song. It, it 
I mean, it still has the feels as far as lyrics go, like feeling like a Frankenstein, I don't fit in, all that fun stuff. But it, it hits decently hard for a Blink song. Oh, yeah, very hard. All right. All right. It's a good, good pick, buddy. Good pick. I... Did I steal one of yours or just... No, laughing? you didn't no, steal I, anything. I, I Bobby, did. what's your pick, buddy? What's uh, your fucking pick? Let's just get this over with. First of all, don't play it yet. I'm picking my joke song, but not because Tate told me to because he's not my dad, okay? <laughs> now you got the emo kid coming out. Don't tell me what to do. Having said that, here's my joke song. Yep, that was well. I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool. Is that really it? Is that really it? Is that really it? That's <laughs> that. I love that. But also, I remember just listening to California, and I was Dawson, one of our buddies, was listening to it. Too. I was like, there's a joke song. It's coming up. It's got to come up. Like, they're going to do it in this album. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's just catchy. It's nice and quick. Really hits you right to your core. Great song. Um, and then uh, I'm going to follow it up with another quick starter song. Uh, brings you back a little bit. A little more old school blink, but uh, hey man, it's, it's a powerful one. Josie, oh, my fuck. source of most hey. frustration. Forget Jim, we're getting screwed up here now. Don't oh meet expectations. God. Everything you wish came true. In the end, we all blamed you. So I just remember as a kid when <laughs> this is this is awesome because just like shows how much like my musical talent has not developed. But when he goes, "You're the only one, two, three, four, I was like, "Okay, that guy's a lyrical genius, man. That is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and Dude, uh, that's they've just a never great... played the song live. Never. I, I know, and it's unbelievable, man. So but good. I love that song. So I had to get it in there before when you jabroni stole it. This is the problem with the joke song thing because I'm like I'm worried that I'm gonna use the joke song and then I'm gonna miss one of the songs that I really want. Yeah, here's what's gonna happen. If you don't pick a joke song next, my next two songs are joke songs, and then you're in big, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just takes them all. <laughs> and you lose the set list, you lose the fantasy, you get fourth place. And you go home so. with nothing. Yeah, man. That's a great song. So uh my next pick. I'm sure it might be an encore for somebody. Not really sure. But awesome video. Love seeing Boomer. And this song uh, is out of here. Mm -hmm. There you go. First dig. Well, good pick because that also has ruined yet another encore slot for me. <laughs> you bastard. All right, Jim, what you got, man? Uh, we are going to take it back to Neighborhoods uh, right here, an album that I love very deeply. 
and I think this is one of the best Blink songs ever written. Oh, I hate you so much. Great song. What no my That was my next one. Great song. Another solid pick, but just like up all night, it's got fatigue for me. I mean, it, it just means that you thought it was a good song at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did. I, yeah, like those two lead off singles were fucking great, but just so many better songs on neighborhoods. I mean, right now, Bobby and Jim have been destroying my second set list. There's good. Nothing left. <laughs> Everything's taken. Luckily... My first is pretty good, but second is crushed. Honestly, my first set list is almost untouched here, so I'm I'm very happy. Alright. Wait, one set list hasn't even been touched yet? I said my, my number one choice set list has gone mostly untouched by the by you guys. What the fuck? It's <laughs> on that set list. Most of what I've got. <laughs> what? That's good. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So, after Love is Dangerous plays, they go into this. If I could do and it then, all again, that would be the last song I play. That ends my set list. <laughs> That's such a good song. So after that song is played, Tom just looks over at Mark and Matt and be like, what the fuck were y'all doing while I was gone? <laughs> so more joking banter. So my joke song has cleared the board. So Jim's the only one left. So after that... So we've got one, two, three. We have four songs before the encore. I think I need. Oh, fuck. So fucking difficult now. Just trying to time them out. All right. Fuck it. We're doing it. We're doing it. After Bohemian Rhapsody, the closing of California, I am going to play this. When I teach masturbation, I'm always uh, like, have fun with you.
Olay, Olay. Come Olay, dance Olay. with me. Snake my back up for the closer. I just, when we saw it live, I was like, what song is this? I'm like, oh, that's catchy. Good yeah. time. That's what music video. I'm like, that's a stupid ass music video, but that's okay. Great song. All right, Jim, what you got? I got the song that launched a million shitty bass players. <laughs> Please don't. You know what it is. That's my that's my last that's my encore. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Look, I had to do it. You know, things are getting tricky. Look, <laughs> And you, Robbie, took online song and always. This is my third pick for this slot. Encore. I mean, come on. The the very first Blink-182 song. I mean, come on. Can't go wrong with it, man. You know, I was I was mad. I should have gone Carousel and Eminem's for that two set, but I didn't. I wanted to come back to it later, and I was like, nobody's gonna pick this song. That is the downfall of the set list draft is that you're like, oh, that's safe. And you're like, no one else likes that fucking song. They got to like right. pull out all the stops quickly. All right, Tay Tay, what you got? So as I'm seeing, everybody's getting just blown away on these encores. So I should probably just Please not do. even try to save an encore at this point. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, my only song off neighborhoods hearts all gone Ooh. now are you gonna take the interlude intro as well absolutely not <laughs> all right <laughs> i mean it's two separate songs so i mean if you that's two picks right there yeah because that's, that's my not real. Yeah, I, I would, wasting, i'd give you the, i'd give you the interlude on that one so my encore is the interlude to that song that's all i got left <laughs> <laughs> that and built I like that song. Good song. Let's get in the middle of a set song. I, I yeah. feel like we're getting to the point where I think we all have the same encore that we all want. Uh, nope, <laughs> just whoever Jim and me, apparently. It's possible there's at least one song in there. Yeah. Well, again, there's certain songs that should be encores that you Jagaloons have taken middle set. But that's okay. That's we're okay. trying to think outside the box. That's what's no, fun about this. Now we're all thinking in the same box. It's like, oh, those two... <laughs> We're all panicking now. It's like, oh, God. Definitely panic mode. Well, yeah, because we have literally five songs left. Fucking pick brutal. a kicker. Not many, is it? Oh, you with the joke song. You're right. It is five. Yeah. We're just going to 15, right? 16. Well, oh, I haven't done my last one yet. Never mind. Yeah. All right, Bobby, you're up. We're on the board. I'm pulling out the stops, boys. Uh, I, uh, I like this song. I like this album. It's this song is going to slow it down just a little bit, but uh, don't do it. I really hope it's off Jim's board. Oh, thank God. 
Oh, wasn't that one, Jim? Hang on, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's already playing. Beige little boxes in a row. Neighbors and friends that you don't know. Here's a five go waiting line. Can't you see I'm doing fine? It's what I've always wanted. Two little kids out on the lawn. It's a polished song, man. I know it's um and you know, it's just that's a good album. I, I keep coming back to that song uh, when song. I when I put that album, so I thought it was cool. Another unique one they do, man. Um, and again, I'm pulling out my stops now. Uh, I got to speed it back up after that song. So here, uh, here we go for a pick. What pick number twelve for me? Great song. Never found out why you left him, but this answer begs that question. Too blind to see tomorrow, too broke to beg or borrow. Young and stupid, left wide open, hearts are wasted, lives are broken. Look at the songs where it's like a bass or just a guitar riff, and they're just starting the song, singing, just just them, and then the drums come in. I mean, it's. Get you going. That's a fun one where you're just listening to a Blink playlist and it pops on. You're like, God, like I, it's not like I forget about that song, but then I'll hear it again. And be like, oh, that's a really good Blink song, just through and through. Totally. Yeah, Bobby. When you, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna slow it down. I'm like, I swear to God, I swear to God, my, my my heart was sinking. I was like, please don't be the song. Well, a good song, a good one-two sure punch on that one. So, I'm not mad. Not mad. Alright, now it's like we have one, we have five songs left, and I just realized I fucked myself by <laughs> adding in the joke song as an audible, because now I have the last fucking pick. God yeah, you really screwed that. That's okay, that's okay, it's okay. Everything's fine. Take Tay, what's your pick? Okay, so uh I'm finally returning to uh, a little bit of a throwback. I Yes, but getting back to my dude ranch roots. Oh, here we go. With Untitled. Nice. Good song. I think of a while ago we might have had it Does anybody need some nasal? <laughs> no, I'm good. I mean, hearing that and you're like, that man would go on to be one of the biggest icons of a generation. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, really. But you know what? If you love Tom, that's ultimate Tom. It is definitely peak Tom. Like Tom All right, Jim. as like the, like the idea that everyone has of Tom DeLonge. I think like that, the sound of that voice is it. All right, so I'm slowing it down one last time uh, with a sleeper off the Untitled record that is just so good. I 
song slaps. Ooh, like, and Adam was like, and they was like, oh man, obviously it's like, I'm like, Adam, what's the one I picked? I'm like, I just know the one I'm like. I mean, come on, like, Wait, say that again. I said, I mean, this may be a metal podcast, but come on, The Cure, like Robert Smith, right there. I mean, I I actually wrote a note during my research. All of this is just straight Cure, just nothing but Cure. Yeah. And what's even what's even crazier is that so like a year or two ago I finally listened to the Cure album Disintegration. I'd ne- I'd never heard it before, and it occurred to me that like Tom's guitar playing throughout the entire Untitled album is just Disintegration by the Cure, like to the note. Like like everything that Tom does is exactly what happens on Disintegration. And then I realized that I, as a guitar player, have unwittingly been ripping off disintegration for 20 years without even realizing it because i've been ripping, I mean, ripping off the, Tom. the untitled album was their emo-ness it's self-titled you jagaloon sure <laughs> was emo well before that oh yeah but god this song is just so beautiful it hits you such in the field it's, it's such a good song sorry adam <laughs> well, I was, you know, I just I like that song, but I think getting out to the, I was actually probably gonna pick it next, uh, but that's fine. Everything's fucking fine. <laughs> so, and there's only like, f- there really are only about, I think four closers left, but I have a feeling y'all are gonna take it for the mid set closer, which is gonna fucking suck. But that's okay. Everything's okay. So, what do I take next after Dance With Me? A good, fun song. I'm going to go with another song from Neighborhoods with this. Even if she falls, just a good, <laughs> another mid-tempo song, but it has a good like shuffle beat in the song, which it's I, also I just like really... oddly poppy for neighborhoods. Yeah, and it, it closes the album. It's like it's kind of like a wait. It starts with Ghost on the Dance Floor and ends with you know if even if she falls. It just it's just a great song. Yeah, and I was. Kind of bummed because what? What did they only play to the singles from Neighborhoods at the show? I think. What at our show? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. did. Well, no, they, they only just, played one no, from Neighborhoods on the dance floor. No, up oh, on, they didn't right. play us on the dance floor, did they? Yeah, they did. Good song. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they did. I, I don't see it on the online set list. I only see up all night. Uh, hmm. then, then then you're right. I guess in my head, they, I know they have been playing Ghost on the Dance Floor, but I guess they did not play it yeah. on our date. All right. So even after or even if she falls, so my next pick before my 
closer, I am going to wait. This is your. This is the closer. Mm-mm. No, he wild carded us with that joke song bullshit. Yeah, yeah Jim, got... wouldn't that still be? This is still pick number thirteen. No, he upped it to fourteen. So fourteen has to be main set. Yeah, can't, like, can you add the joke song to the encore? If you want. Well, cool. That's what I'm doing. It's gonna have to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fine. All right. So even if she falls. I am going to go. Uh, one, two, fuck it. I'm doing it. Doing it. All right. So after, even if she falls, I'm going to put throw in Fell in Love. Ooh, new song. Fell in love, you know. This one's got more of like a little, like a new wave-ish sound. Again, oh, I really like Tom's vocals on this track. And I mean, I could honestly just see this whole album played in, you know, front to back, and be completely happy. All right, Jim, you're next. What you got? For my set closer, how about a big generation defining hit? This song? isn't the set closer though. This is my set closer. I told you I'm doing joke song in the encore. Right, so you're moving. So you're moving the making a three song encore now. Yes. You bastard. This is okay. the original plan before you threw this curveball. It, it was. You're right. It was. But I think you should adapt to it. But that's okay. Fuck okay. all of us. That's fine. That's. Fine. Okay, I'm not gonna get the Oscar I want because I gotta do the stupid fucking joke song. All the small things, true care, truth brings. I'll take one lift, your ride, best trip. Always, I know you'll be at my. So I'll say this this and like, this is one of those songs that like I never listen to. But, like, when you're at a Blink show, like, especially, like, one that we were at with 70,000 people, like, how could you not want to scream this song at the top of your lungs? Exactly. It just feels right. Yeah. Just feels right. Yeah. Well, that is the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. All right. Although... Uh, before before we keep going, what joke songs are even left? Well, there's two. <laughs> you gotta from... figure it out, bro. <laughs> well, the, if you look on the spreadsheet, I put little stars next to them. Okay, well, I gotta. Look. God damn it, Adam! That should be okay. helpful. Right. But moving the spreadsheet, I'm trying to learn. All right, the I, all right, I know, I know what I'm gonna do. I know. What I'm gonna do. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> we are getting down to the bottom, boys. 
right, JT, what's next for you? And again. Okay, I had a preferred song to do here, but since we're doing this in the order of set list, I want to keep to that tradition. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose the song I wanted, but we're going to have to deal with it. So we are going to go with Voyeur. Whoa! Yeah, off Deed Ranch, which oddly enough, uh, while I was listening to this stuff the past few days, learned some of the lyrics. Are you familiar with what a voyeur is? I am. But I forgot all about the Oh, you could talk now, fool. You're talking about the damn song. Yeah, sorry. Um, the thing I didn't realize as a kid, the whole, your dad is big, but I haven't seen his face. Uh, that's, didn't really think about that so much. You're an idiot. Right. There is a song I would prefer at the end of the set, but for the sake of the end of my set, I'm letting it go. Alright, that's fine. Alright, so you're gonna do Closer next, and then a two-song encore. Bobby, what did you what you got? Well, I sent you in at Oldie But Goody. I'm referencing back to earlier in the podcast, so sit back and enjoy. Yeah, I was surprised the song was still on the board. Uh, the song's called Dysentery Gary. My last name's Gary. Pretty sure this is the song that my dad looked at the back of the CD when I was looking to buy it when I was a kid, and he said, hell no. Stick with stick with the Hanson brothers. Throw <laughs> <laughs> it in, baby. Yeah. Um, boy, some of you guys might be a little peeved at me for this next one, but... Uh, I didn't want to wait uh, because it would definitely be off the board, but I had to do it. So here you go for my last song of the uh, before the encores here. Uh, great. It's just one of those songs when, you know, when you hear a new Blink album comes out and you hear one of their singles and you're like, it's going to be, it's not going to be their fastest song. It's not going to be the one that has the catchiest chorus. It's just unique. And it was like the first time you hear all three of them together in a while and you hear Tom with his uh, quote unquote low voice now, you're like, wow, like they, like, here you go. This is, this is the start of a brand new album, brand new tour, brand new Blink. So I'm glad I got that on my playlist because I do like that song a lot incredible song so catchy yeah i remember last year when it came out i listened to it just repeatedly i'm like this song's only what three minutes long and i'm like this fucking sucks i just gotta keep hitting repeat it is a song it is a song that probably popped into my head every single day for a year without yeah it's yeah again because it goes back to 
like with neighborhoods, it's like you get the original blink back after such a long extended period. And it's like, just to hear Tom's voice with the, again, go, going against Mark. It's just, I mean, Mark and Tom are like, you know, John and Paul. Like it's just, mm-hmm. there's two singers that just are voices of a generation. You know, there are, you go wrong I mean, with that. You know, there aren't like any other bands that are like that for like our generation that have yeah. that kind of dynamic. Yeah, well, Bobby, good, good close. I think that's a great way to close the set and say, "All right, get the fuck out of here before they're encore." So, good pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. All right, JT, what you got? Close this out. So, mine. Um, I mean, slim pickings here now, uh, but I'm going with the song that hits the pop right at the end of the show. Gets everybody hype, and it basically lets you know, "Hey, encore is coming." So, let's listen to. Go. Nice. Good song, good song. It just has a, a not real, I would say punk vibe to it, but it's just, it's just, it really just keeps driving forward and it didn't really just slow down in, anywhere in the song. Yeah, it's, so. it's more of just like an angry song, realistically. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it yeah, it unfortunately like, is one of their shortest, too. This is one of the under two minute songs. But then, too, at the end, it's like where Mark's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So, yeah, it's, I think that, you know, that's a subtle way to close the set. I like that. So they're like, all right, they're not done yet. So, I mean, we all know an encore is coming. So I'm just letting yeah. you know, giving you the single signal. Sorry. All right, Jim, what you got? So we've closed uh, your right, set so- with all the small things, and you cheated and you're doing a three song encore, but hey. That's how the podcast goes, I guess. What so you let's, you know, they close their set, you know, they go off stage, maybe some kind of like video comes on and, uh, and then I'm going to, so I, I don't even think this qualifies as a joke song per se. Uh, but you know, I gotta say, I think generational divide is good. And uh, just a quick little uh, piece of punk rock. Uh, that, like some video happens, and then just like boom, like dan 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 dan. Yeah, I, I could see where maybe it'd be a joke song, but it was just under a minute, so that's why I kind of just yeah, threw that I totally category. Hear you. So I mean, it just it just like short and sweet. Whereas like you know, built this pool like was it yeah 
10, 20 seconds long. So. All right, so back to me. So I've got one that closes my set before the encore and, and then my encore song. So I'm going to go with, you know, I've this song has been a sleeper. But I think it'd be a, it's kind of in the vein of Tay-Tay with Go, where it's just, you're not going to close the set with this, are you? But they say, fuck you, we are, and go the fuck home. Wink, wink. Nice. Can you read my thoughts? I'm not sure what I said. I feel dumb and long night coming. Did you steal my prayers? I don't know where I was. I feel numb and all or nothing. It's Friday night with Susan Lunch and the downward spiral. Here we go. Cause we got no control. I think, you know, Kings of the Weekend, like that's just a good, like it starts the show with the rock show, close the set with Kings of the Weekend. Like I think that's a good flow from the first 14 songs, right? Here, here. So after that, my encore is going to kick off. Fuck, guys, I don't know what song to pick. You've taken all of the songs I want to open my encore. I would not have taken your songs if you'd let me keep the two that I had <laughs> earlier. I'm sorry that I can't play either of them. Uh, but right, they're so bangers. I, sure, sure. All right, so they leave the stage. Kings like the of one the song weekend. I want to play from Blink is a cover, eh, and it's so good, but we can't play it. It's unfortunate. All right, so after Kings of the Weekend, Bobby, I'm sorry. You know, after the on, after Kings of the Weekend, after Kings of the Weekend, the boys come back out on stage, all four of them, and Mark and Tom look over at Matt and say, buddy, there's no future here for you. Ooh. 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 She said, tonight's a waste of time The next day, the sun will always rise Every day that you waste, every promise you break Slips beneath the floor It's a permanent state from a moment's mistake But life's worth so much more You don't know a thing about it I was lost to dawn from dusk I just think it'd be kind of a funny way to kind of give him like the Jason Newstead treatment of just haze him the entire show. But I uh, I like that song a lot. I think it's you know as a encore opener, it's a little maybe a little slow, but once the chorus kicks in. It just keeps the vibe going. I think it's it could be a fun song to 
the clothes. And also, it's like it's an encore. It's not. I think encore should be more of a deep cut. Like, no shit, they're playing that song. So that's just me. We all have our feelings about encores. All right, buddy, Jim, you've got two songs left. What is your true encore opener? A true encore opener uh, is an anthem. And I think it's a really underrated. Uh, I mean, I don't even think it's underrated because they started performing it with Tom. So I think it's it's going to it's going to have it today. I almost picked it. I almost picked this. I was like, no, nah, but I want to tell the funny story about telling Matt. See you later. Yeah, and hearing Tom sing the the Matt part was interesting. He sounded oh, that good. Was cool. Very Sammy Hagar, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, TT, you're on the board, man. What you got? So since we're on the encore and the set list is really done, I can just pick whatever I want. This is a song that I really liked as a kid. And it's not fit for parental guidance or anything like that. This is the reason the explicit is all on the tape. song yeah that's a that's a sleeper banger right there it's a great song i mean you I, I never could almost that. say that was a fun one if you wanted to and i was right, also Bobby. thinking earlier as a fun throwaway you could do a new hope the one about star wars oh yeah Princess boys it's been tough what a what a journey we've been on uh adam i'm gonna follow in your Footsteps here, man. Uh, there were four songs that I was trying to decide between, but um, we're doing Ultimate Blink. This still counts, so they're going to come out to the encore with this song right here. There's a cynical feeling saying I... I should give up. You said everything you'll ever say. Good choice, Bobby. There's a moment of panic when I hear the phone ring. Anxiety's calling in my head. Is it back again? Are you back again? Yeah, man. You know, I, yeah, it would be so cool to see him on tour. Like, if it, it, if you're right, like if just Matt popped out and they're like, "Hey, guys, you know, this at one point this is Blink, so let's do this thing," and then they just play this song and everyone's 
going nuts just even for one song um i thought it'd be pretty cool yeah but i like that like you know you the encore opens with like a song that's not really like a punch you in the dick like opener for the encore just like a little soft but then it's it's the chorus that really dives in and hooks you so Depends on on, on the band and some of the songs. Like sometimes, like they've already played their hits. They might save one for an encore. They usually play like one or two, or like an oldie, and then one that's just a solid song. And my for my last song, it was tough because I'll go ahead and tell you, I was looking at Kaleidoscope, and I love that song. Great song. Setlist wise, I didn't think it fit in, so I went with this one instead. This would be my closing closing song here. We had Anthem Part Three. We had Anthem Part Two. All right, track 16 songs. Uh, this is Bobby's last one. Let's go. Oh, Jimmy got fucking robbed. All three anthems gone. I know. I'm trying to have them all. Yeah, man, that's just a classic Blink song. Absolutely. Obviously, if we did it any other way and we had songs on the board still, or uh, if I could kind of shuffle the songs that I picked, it might be a little different, but I think that's a pretty fitting way to end my set list there, boys, and I'm I am happy with it. Plus, I mean, it's only fitting it ended, you know, the biggest album of their career, so it's it true, is a man. fitting closer. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, did man. Did we lose I, uh, three, by the way? I don't know possibly. He'll come over here and he'll use, he'll use mine. Uh-huh. All right. So, I don't know what happened to Tay-Tay, uh, but he already sent me his pick. <laughs> and I was, the first time I heard this song, I was like, I do not need to be sad right now. But this was, I think, the most uh, ideal uh, way I got to ready. close the set when we saw them. It was just, it was perfect. You know, Sorry, audience. I done screwed that up. No surprise, no surprise there. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Tate, what's your closer, buddy? So, my closer is the closer we heard when we were young. It hit me right in the feels. That entire set hit me in the fuck, feels. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And one more time deserves to be a closer for quite a long time. Strangers, from strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. We saw the whole world, but I not see them. So, frankly, I thought all four of us were going to try and do this. Well, you're not wrong because yeah. I was going to. That's, <laughs> and that's I what I was worried about. Well. And, and that's why I was glad to be on the back end of those second picks. That mm-hmm. really helped. Great choice. Yep. This, yeah. I mean, cause if, yeah. Because if I didn't fuck myself by doing this, you know, dude. bonus, you know, track, I could have snagged it on my yeah. way out. But it's okay. Dude, dude, middle of Vegas, I was about crying listening to the song. Mm-hmm. You're a pussy. Oh, uh, it no, hits but this in is the like, feels. I, I think for the reunion, right? This is a perfect way to actually close the set. 
as a, I think could be like a second encore. Let them do like two fun songs. Be like, hey, we're done. But then come back out, take the bow, and you know it's really good to actually hear Travis right. do vocals on this. You know, just I think by by including him, it really I think rounds out like this is where we've been for the past you know twenty five years. Um, you know, as, as a band, so it's just it's to have yeah Mark. Tom and Travis and just having his more like deeper voice like I miss you like it just it 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 just works really well and I think have them the three of them take that bow on stage that just works so fucking well absolutely honestly it's not that I completely forgot about this song I just was double checking everyone's set list and I was like wow it's got to be there so yeah. It's a, that's an awesome yeah. song. It, that turned out to be a great sleeper pick because that yeah. is a great song to finish. Yes, it on. is perfect. Song. Yeah, my coworker at work's like, "Have you heard the new single?" It was like this. I'm like, "I am not doing well today to begin with. I'm not listening to this sad, sappy nonsense right now. I need like some kick you in the dick metal." And <laughs> but hearing it like in the car, I'm like, "Yes, it is one more time, one more time." Now I I will say about my encore, I just went from "Shut the fuck up" to. One, one more, more time. time. Yeah. But that's, that's well, Blink, though, right? That's what Blink, Blink does. Two songs. Like, Blink goes from talking about, like, keep parents getting into divorce to, like, yeah, have people having sex with hey, other people's hey, moms. Tom, look at what I can do when I make it get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JT. Well, good luck on the steal of the century between me, you, and Jim. So, Seriously, that, that, was, that was a clutch move right there, dude. Uh, so for my last song of the night, since one more time got taken, I'm going to elicit the same emotional uh, hit as one more time from the same album and a song that I think captures all of us where we are right now, thinking about life and uh, especially at that festival. Hit it. I think this song is so good. And uh, Bobby and I. I see suns up in the sky. Disappear before my eyes. I'll just say this, Bobby and I shot a music video at my parents' house that I hadn't been in in 12 years, and I put this song on in the car as I drove away, and I was just like, Oh my god, what? <laughs> I mean, I will say a lot of the One More Time album, as we were saying earlier, like it's a grown-up album, you could yeah. close with a lot of songs on that album. I agree. Yeah, it's... If you're trying to strike I mean, that I... emotional chord, I think you can... You can sub in quite a few songs off that record i think my problem with child 
that's a I like the song, but I think my problem with it is is because it's the front half of this is so heavy. Anthem Part Three, Dance with Me, Fell in Love, Terrified, One More Time, More Than You Know, Turn This Off, When We Were Young, Edging. Like that first half is so damn. Like I just, I'm just gonna restart the album. I just I love the yeah. first half so damn good. It is pretty so, front loaded, no doubt about it. I mean, other other side's a good song, you know. I like the messed up stuff with like Turpentine where he's like Turpentine, Turpentine, oh, fuck, whatever. Dick your dick and Oval Team. <laughs> yes, Dick your dick <laughs> Perfect. Oval Team. So, all right. Last pick. And it's my pick of the litter here. So, open with no future. Matt says goodbye. Waves to the crowd. I think the best way to tell people to go home is to literally ask them to please take you home please (laughs) take me home hey And I'm just imagining just that first verse, like the whole crowd are just chanting those words right back at Tom. Yeah. And like lyrics are on the screen, everyone's just singing. It's like, please take me home. I'm fucked and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one, man. That's a great ending song. Yeah. Well, it's not really because I had other songs I wanted to pick, but you <laughs> bastard stole the ball. But that's okay. But if you look uh, at all our encores at the end, like, no, it's not what they would consider doing or, you know, it's it's it definitely was, wasn't our first picks, I don't think, but maybe for Tay-Tay. But uh, yeah. the other three are still No, Shut songs. Up was well down my list, but One More Time was definitely number one. Yeah. Yep. All right, boys. Well, that is our fantasy set list drafts. So... I've still got the board up. I'm honorable mentions. What's a song that's still on here that you didn't take? Uh, I'm gonna go with the One More Time album. Bad News is a pretty solid song. Nice. Uh, it's a little in the slower category, mm-hmm. but if, if yeah, that would I just some of I my don't... middle beat stuff, I would have definitely taken that. Bro, you could put bad news between here's your letter, Adam's song, and violence, and someone probably would have killed themselves by bad news. So, <laughs> like, Jesus. I got uh, a little depressing. It gets a little yeah. dark. It gets a little dark. Real dark. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, there's like several strong songs still on here. I mean, I'll like start from the beginning. I mean, Peggy Sue, I had mm-hmm. on Setlist 2 as a possibility. Um, Waggy, I think, is a great song. I that almost had it. Talk about. Uh, pathetic off dude ranch is another great one I, I will say dude ranch was not touched as much as i thought it would but i remember i was doing my review and i rated them all as like 
hey, this is Blink. This is a good middle-of-the-road song. I'm going to use it as a filler if somebody takes my shit. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of how I yeah. thought about it as well. I, I said it earlier, but Kaleidoscope, man, I love that song. I think it's a great one. It just didn't fit into my encore, but uh, if I could do it again, I might have put that somewhere in the middle. But uh, yeah, that's a great one. I mean, going away to college. I had that one too. Yeah. Roller coaster and Stockholm. Yep, had both of those. Yep. And goes uh, to the dance floor. I mean, like, boom. Like, these are all good songs left. On I the mean, board. If, if anybody was feeling their angels and airwavesness, Asthenia was still out there too. See, and that was pre angels and airwaves, you know? I like teenage satellites. There, I said it. <laughs> Well, so I so from one more time, I I would I liked Blink Wave. I thought about throwing that there instead of Fell in Love. Um, from nine, I thought about actually throwing in the first time to actually open my set list to really fuck all y'all. But I, I, wanted... I thought about it as well. But like on principle, I was like, I can't open this with a sweetest song. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I was like, no, I, I needed to opener. But it's like, but I need I need to be for my set thing with, with you know I want to do I want to open with the rock show have a Mark song do dark side as a skiba song and then have the whole idea of like matt i mean uh, tom just rising from the center of the stage of like a, a very i, I don't want to say iconic but you hear the you press play and it's just on and on reckless of band like if you know if we didn't know tom was back in the band right how fucking berserk you're at a hundred thousand person festival, and you just hear that. How crazy do you think people would be if they just heard Tom and they become a quartet on stage? Like people would, would just start having sex with each other. Just it like, would be fucking like, nuts, right? So people would start calling to, their parents, telling them that they hate them, and <laughs> so so I had to do it that way. But I was like, no, I can't do like Skiba and Skiba to open the set list. But the first time was on there, um, Teenage Satellites. Was a, it's a good song too, you know. San Diego, uh, if I if we were doing like an eighteen song set, that I probably could have picked that one too. Um, I'll be honest with you, we, we had dogs eating dogs, but I think I listened to it once or twice and just wasn't impressed and moved on. Um, I had when I was young on what set list number four, if if it came to that. Uh, I think I think it's a pretty good song, but yeah, dogs ain't dogs. I just I just never come back to it. So here's all the songs I wrote down. There is one left that none of us picked, and it's "Wishing Well." That is my fourth ranked song. I literally picked my top three songs from Neighborhood, so I'm pumped about that. Uh, I'd like Stockholm Syndrome from Self Titled, like the interlude. It gets, it's really dark and creepy. Yeah. I thought about using Story of a Lonely Guy to poke fun at Skiba as opposed to No Future, but I was like, eh, it's not really going to work. And then uh, the, other, the, first, like the, the first three, I, nothing that I wanted that y'all didn't already take. So, so very nice. good. So, all right. So, let's run down our set list. Bobby, what's your set list? I got Man Overboard, Aliens Exist, Always, Damn It, Eminem's. Left Alone, Stay Together for the Kids, Down, Built This Pool, Online Songs, California, Every Time I Look for You, Dysentery Gary, Edging, and my encore, Songs, Cynical and Anthem. 
I'm pretty fired up about that playlist, man. That's a good set. I, I panicked and thought I had to stay together for the kids and then built this pool. I'm like, all right, that's too much of an upswing after <laughs> after my emo rock bottom. <laughs> just it's, it's too people wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Like they're crying in, I don't know, chugging up white claw. Um uh, but uh no man, I'm I had to get the, I had to get this the emo stuff in there and I'm I'm happy I did. It wasn't too much, but pretty cool. Fun little all set right. there. All right, Taylor, what's yours? Don't worry, Bobby. I got pretty depressing, too. It's fine. Uh, feeling this, dick lips, mutt, more than you know. Here's your letter. Adam's song, Violence, my fun song, Happy Holidays, You Bastard, which we did here in Vegas. Yep, twice. Uh, twice, yeah. Turpin- yeah, slow and fast. Turpentine or turpentine, whatever you want. First date, hearts all gone, untitled, voyeur, go. Then encore of shut up and one more time. Um. I did get a little depressing in the middle, but I tried to yeah. bring it back out. We'll, we'll With a uh, happy holidays, you bastards. Really. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how you bring everything back. Happy holidays. All right. Uh, Jim, what's yours? All right. Kicking it off, Anthem Part 2, then taking it into the future with Anthem Part 3, and then Mega Hit, What's My Age Again, Up All Night, Sober, I Miss You, Dumpweed, Josie, Taking it back to nine. I really wish I hated you. After midnight, carousel, all of this with Robert Smith. He comes out, he sings the song with them. Everyone goes nuts. It's Robert Smith and the Cure. And then they close the set with all the small things. They show some kind of trippy video, and then they encore, come out, kick you in the dick with generational divide. And then they do bored to death. And then uh, send you home crying into your ice cream uh, with childhood. Cool. And then I've got open up with the rock show, dark side, the appearance of Tom with reckless abandon. When we were young, she's out of her mind. Snake charmer, easy target, terrified. Love is dangerous. Bohemian Rhapsody, dance with me even if she falls. Fell in love. Kings of the weekend. Then closing out the encore of no future and please take me home. That's pretty solid, boys. Those are four real solid set lists there. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. All right. Last thing. What was the biggest steal for you, Jim? Like, like feel good that I got? No, no, no. The one that you were like pissed off the most. Like, are you serious? Honestly, it was probably online songs. That that or good. anthem because by not getting anthem, I didn't get to put all three of the anthems into my set. So. You know what? I'll say Anthem. Okay. Taylor? I mean, I feel like One More Time was a great steal. But as far as, like, everyone else's goes, the rock show by you, Adam, first overall, really screwed up, like, my whole set list. I was actually looking for that to be where Go was. That was my finisher. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, it's a great kickoff song, but you you really finished off a lot of closers with that. Yes, and it was a, it, it stole probably from all three of us, so it was a good steal by you, Bobby. What about you? Oh, when Jim took sober, man, because I <laughs> I love that song, and then and then he took Carousel, which I was just going to be like, it's, yeah, because I learned first song I learned on bass, and then of course he's like, yeah, this song, <laughs> as you say. You're like, oh, this All song is a million shitty bass players. 
Yeah, and uh, just to <laughs> twist the knife there. I'm still happy with it. Present company I'll... excluded. Come oh. on. Yeah, and I fired it right back at you. So those, okay. are, those are my big two, man. I would have loved to have those in the set list. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Well, I know my my stealing dark side number two, I, I think that got Jim pretty good. You did. But honestly, Bobby, I think you by taking built this pool, mm-hmm. like I was like, that's just a good, just like straightforward <laughs> song. But for him, you're absolutely a good follow up. The only other song I think that really was a, a steal. I really don't. I mean, Tay Tay's list was like, eh. No, more than you know pissed me off too. I like that song a lot because I was gonna do more than you know then when we were young. But mm-hmm. hey, you took two solid songs away from me that let more than you know fall in my lap. Okay, whatever. Two songs that we can't even listen to. So whatever. <laughs> cool. All Everybody right, boys, listening we'll... to this podcast, go out and listen to those two songs if you remember them. I would have put don't. another girl, another planet on my set list if I could. I love I that know. song. That's a great cover. Yep. Yep. Theme song hey, uh, to Beat the Parkers. Adam, thanks for having us, man. What a blast. Yeah, yeah, this so, a blast man. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, so thanks, guys, again, for um, coming on to the show while Ryan was out of town doing Paul Bunyan things or Red Dead Redemption 2 things. I don't know what the fuck he's doing out in the woods. Uh, but, yeah, yeah so this is something fun. You know, a little pop-punk powerhouse takeover, you know, a little tangent from what we normally do with the metal podcast. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of fun, you know, a little long, but that's what how most drafts are. They're just intense and you steal shit and you're like, got to think on the fly. How do you still save your set list? And I think all in all, like I, I'm going to make a playlist of this and listen to it. I, I'm going to be probably pretty stoked because it's, you know, mine's a little more, I guess, later. I mean, very neighborhoods and one more time heavy, but and it, it i got most of the songs i like from all my favorite albums so i'm I'm pumped about that so um so i'm glad y'all stopped by and joined me for this uh, fun you know experience and you know absolutely man. bullshit Anytime, and hanging man. out so yeah but thank right, you so, sir yeah so again so thank you to all the listeners week in and week out joining the podcast of this little you know side tangent of pop punk as opposed to metal was uh, still satisfies your hunger for listening to us, and please continue to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at The Metal Oasis. Uh, please continue to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spot- uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. And the best way to contact us is TheMetalOasis at gmail.com. Again, that's TheMetalOasis at gmail.com. Boys, it's getting late. I will see you all on the flip side. See ya. Peace.